Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to the Pod Pod. My name is Matt, coach of the Terrace Crew. It was a huge round, round seven of the National Rugby League, super coach wise, with 1,400 plus scores looking to be close enough to the par. I scored a very, very respectable 1,499. I think maybe my best score ever. So I'm very, very pleased coming into tonight's pod and like to welcome Dan, my younger brother, onto the pod. Dan, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Matty. I think. Just with you uh, doing that little debrief there, I was slightly under par uh, with a 13.94. You know, we spoke about it on last pod. It could be a make or break call bringing in Cleary this week. Uh, we both chose not to bring him in and let it ride. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a very good Sunday for us. Yeah, Cleary 158 after being on 35 at halftime. It was a very tough watch in the second half. Every time they got down the Raiders end, just felt like they were scoring. Yeah, so I was very pleased to, to almost crack 1,500 without him. Paps, just incredible. I was fretting all day that he was going to be a late pullout, trying to decide if I should loop Hines as 97 or not. It was quite a stressful weekend, actually, all truth be told. But uh, we got there in the end, and I actually got up to nearly cracking the top 1,000 now, 1,024th. So, yeah, knocking on the door and looking forward to a to a big round eight this weekend and, and try and crack it. How did uh, what, what rank did you get up to this week, Dan? Yeah, I, I went up, uh, which was a bit of a surprise to me. But I think the, the big thing I always look at is what are you behind the number one ranked? And I think I, I went about 200 down on the number one rank. Uh, so I went up to 8,199 from about 9,000, 9,500. Uh, so I went up a few spots but still well off the lead. I think I'm about 900 off the lead. What, uh, what trades did you make last week? I made three, which I'm getting close to using all my trade boosts. I think I've got one left, so I'm considering saving one this week if I can. Uh, I went for the Broncos duo in Stags and Haas. I was trying to get IPAP, as I always do every week, but just to get Stags for the cash grab, I couldn't afford IPAP as well. So I went for Haas, and again, IPAP, uh, IPAP went berserk. And uh, and then I've done like every, majority of Supergo just went for TAF as well. So, you know, I was I was very low all weekend. I was basically saying I need I need Pats to get two hundred to get par. He obviously did very very well, which was nice, and that sort of got me out of, of a very troublesome weekend. But it is interesting this week. I think majority of coaches will be looking at Cleary, and we'll, we'll discuss it a bit later. Uh, but there's there's a bit of interest, you know, if you don't have Heinz or him. I think Cronulla have a better draw. Cleary, a little bit of a tough draw coming on, but, you know, it is Nathan Cleary. You might need to have him. Yeah, and there's some some useful cheapies on the horizon this week too, uh, which we'll get to later on, but makes him – you've kind of got to drop a gun, at least one, to get to him. But, but um, yeah, I think it's, he's certainly achievable this week. Yeah, I brought in Taff as well. I was on – I was – I was actually watching with you Saturday night, the Bunnies game, and I had the choice to either make zero trades or three. And I hit the three trade button. So I bought in uh, Cody Walker for, who did he come in for? Someone, can't remember. But Blake Taff in for Schneider. And I bought in Suwali for Billy Smith. 
uh, a week early. So Cody actually worked out pretty well. He was on 64 at halftime, looking like he was heading towards a big ton. Uh, only did not see much ball in the second half, where the where the where the where the bunnies got demolished uh, by the by the Tigers, who was a really nice win by them. All right, so just a quick update on our Queenstown bet, and for those who are unaware, uh, Dan and myself have had a bet against our other brother Tubes and our dad, uh, and the winner has to pay for a few rounds of golf over in New Zealand, hopefully at the end of this year or maybe early next year. Dan, we fared pretty well this week, and we've we've actually hit the front. So we scored. I scored a fourteen ninety nine, as 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 mentioned, and Dad hit a fourteen seventeen. So that actually takes us to the lead by sixteen overall, which is a good effort, Dan, considering we were a couple of hundred behind a few weeks ago. Yeah, look, I think uh, both Poppy Ricks and Tubes had a had a pretty average week. Uh, I I really think if we bring, I don't think we would want to even bring up uh, Tubes's trade uh, a fortnight ago. Uh, you know, rumor has it he's still we will, though, anyway. still <laughs> still uh, regretting, obviously regretting that time Emil trade. But uh, look, yeah, we're we're in front now. We're in a good position. I was just we was discussing team structures before the pod tonight, and and I think you're in a very good position. So I think I'm just going to ride your coattails home for these uh in these three rounds of golf at the end of the year. Yeah, um, look, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with where my team's at, and very happy to have have struck the lead. But long way to go. Uh, Dad's got a bit of a pod team and Tube certainly has a pod team. So anything can happen. All right. A bit of a plug for the group code, uh, 732-654 to get involved. It's actually a big week. The group's up to the fifth ranked group overall. So we're going for that number one spot. So if you're highly ranked, feel free to join and uh, push us up even push us up even higher. Got some really good coaches in there. Straight out of Mo, had a bit of a tough week. He's dropped just outside the top 500. Rudy Duties are doing quite well. They're up in the top 200. So, yeah, we got. I think we got four or five in the top thousand now. So, hopefully, one of us can push on to that to that top prize. What about Andrew King? Put him in the circuit. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler, the juggler's come out at Brookie. All right, let's get on to team lists for the week. And as usual, we'll talk through the ins and outs of the key ins and outs of each teams and who are the topical players and potential pods in each side. So the first match of the round is Broncos Sharks. And that is Thursday night up there at Suncorp for the Broncos, same 17 as last week. And for the Sharks, Fanukin comes in at lock and Cam McInnes is back to the bench. There's only one place to start here, Dan, and that is with the rampaging Sifa Talakai. Oh my god! We uh, we actually went to that game last week. First person I saw walking in was Talakai. He's he's quite short actually when you see him in person, but my god, he's just an absolute cannonball, and uh, he proved his worth on the on the weekend. You know, uh, five scoring plays in a matter of I don't know twenty five minutes or something ridiculous like that. Morgan Harbour, I can't believe they kept him on until half time. They had Cooler sitting on the bench. Uh, and he was just absolutely struggling. So, yeah, he's interesting this week at about 700K, minus 51 break-even, obviously going to earn a bit of cash. Uh, I'd say a lot of coaches who have Cleary are going to be looking to get him in, and others have a big decision to make. Yeah, 700K, a lot of money. He's obviously got that big break-even, that big negative break-even as well. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to worry about him this week. Glad I already have him. And yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to watch. The only thing I was annoyed about was not having the the VC on him, but turned out that that was all fine anyway. 
Uh, Nico bust out another 97. He looks a good hold. Could he feasibly take on Cleary if you're not a Cleary or Heinz owner, which is probably not me? Yeah, we sort of just touched on it. In the next four rounds, Sharks have a pretty tasty draw, I think. And if you compare that to the Panthers, who have got you know three of the top teams in their next four, Sharks go Broncos, Warriors, Raiders, and then Titans, I believe it is. Uh, so yep. that is pretty, pretty tasty. And, and you know, life, Nico, he doesn't seem to have to do much to score really well. No. I think there was only sort of one big patch for a couple of minutes. He did a line break and set up a try. And he it bom- just bombed, he bombed, a, tr- right bombed a try. He bombed a try in that sequence as well, which actually got him the line break. And then he got the line assist and the try assist on the back of it. Yeah. Yeah, so 97, not having a, a huge game. You know he's going to go really well. He's a, he's a secure hold. And I'm certainly 60-40, I think, on on taking on Cleary with Hines this week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, still undecided. For the Bronx, Katoni uh, Staggs disappointed a lot of new owners and probably a lot of recurring owners who probably sold and then brought him back in with a 37. I know you're a new owner, Dan. You'd be looking potentially to move him on this week. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's definitely infuriating. Not he's he just sometimes look like he can't not you know not break tackles, not offload, wanting the ball. They just go to him early. Uh, obviously, Adam Reynolds was uh, had his kicking boots on and and was doing a lot, but he was also doing a lot of cutout passes and Cobbo and ended up scoring the points on that right hand side. So. Uh, look, I mean, he could score 100 against Cronulla this weekend, no doubt. So I'm going to look to try to hold him. If he bombs again this week, he's still at a high price. I'll probably look for a downgrade and an upgrade option elsewhere. Corey Pax scored quite well coming off the bench. He's on the bench again. Uh, could you entertain him at 227K dual halfback hooker? I would really like to, but I think Kevy picking his son at hooker. Who, anyone who watched that Bulldogs-Broncos game saw how terrible the Broncos were going early on against the Bulldogs. Uh, they took him off, brought Pags on. Everything changed pretty quickly. So, Kevy, do everyone a favour and just play Pags for the full 80 minutes. Yeah, I think it's a little bit risky if he's if he stays in 14. It's the first game of the round, so if he late change to start at nine, I think he's a definite option uh, if you're looking to free up some cash. And he'll probably make a, a big chunk of cash over the next two weeks before you can flip him out again. All right, second game of the round, Titans versus Panthers, Friday night up there at Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, only one place to start here as well, Dan. Nathan Cleary, 158 on the back of another 150 or thereabouts the week before. You mentioned you're probably going to take him on, just a bit hard to bring him in given your lack of trade boosts left. Um, I'm, I'm currently looking to bring him in this week having kind of escaped pretty well not having him last week. My trades probably haven't worked out super, but I'm pretty happy to have Cody in the team. But I can kind of get him this week. So it's another boost to use, and that'll mean I've only got one left. But my God, what a player. Yeah, look, it's I'm basically not picking him up, but I believe he needs to get injured for my super coach, to, uh, super coach year to be salvaged. So <laughs> yep. I, I would love to get him in. I still might get him in and use that last trade boost. It then makes it really tough to sort of go go to Nico if I want him later on as well. Uh, you know, I think Nico gives me a few more options for next week as well. I can sort of get two guns in. Um, whereas, say, I get Cleary this week, it sort of doesn't give me much options in terms of looking at my whole team structure and where to take it from there. So... 
I mean, he's not going down in price. He's, you know, such a small break even. He's going to go over a million quite easily, I think, this yeah. week. So uh, it's definitely this week or not at all until maybe Origin finishes completely. I, I had a look at him last week um, in terms of when uh, the when they play after round 13 because I was kind of hoping there was a quick backup from Origin and then Friday night for Panthers or something like that where he might get a rest. And then you could kind of go, well, he's going to play those games, but then he's going to miss 13, 14. So you could kind of maybe entertain not bring him in if that was the case, but they play Sunday. So as long as he's not injured, he'll back up. And like you who say, who's on top that Sunday? Uh, round 14, they play in the Knights up there at McDonald Jones in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty juicy fixture <laughs> for him <laughs> straight yeah. out of origin. Yeah. Yeah. So their, their run is worthwhile talking about quickly here for Cleary because they've got Gold Coast this week. Obviously, Titans, you and I watch that game. Oh, my God. Like, I cannot believe how bad they're going at the moment. They're so disorganized. They've made mass changes. And if they get hot, this is the game Cleary broke the record in last year during Magic Round against the Titans. Then they've got the Eels um, at home. Now, that sounds like a tough fixture, but they're going to be heavy, heavy favorites in that game. So I think you want him for that game too. Then they play the, the in round 10, they play the Storm up at Magic Round at Suncorp. That's obviously a hard game, but he could still score well. Then they've got the Roosters at the SCG, another hardish game, but again, they'll be strong favorites there unless the Roosters have kind of picked up their act by there. Then round 12, they've got Cowboys at home, and that's the lead into Origin. Um, you're going to want him for that too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah like yeah. you said, I think it's either – if you it's it's a it's a risky play to not bring him in, uh, I'm going to bring him in just because I think it's I can do it. But uh, yeah, like if you don't bring him in, he gets injured, then that's yeah you're just you're just gambling on that really. There's no other way. I think you know in in terms of his you know he's averaging hundred one hundred right now one hundred points with you know a couple of very slow starts. So you know if he's priced in that hundred mark, he could even in the next five, six rounds, go average in at 120, um, you know, go to a ridiculous price. And then, you know, if he does get injured, it makes it really easy for coaches just to bring in two guns uh, on the back of his price. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'd probably advise most people to try to get him in if you can. I watched the, the second half pretty closely there. And the thing that struck me as well, Jerome Luai only scored 20 in that game. And, He's both sides of the ruck. He's setting up the plays on both sides. Luai's playing a very specific role out on the left, and he gets it off Cleary, but not that often. And Cleary was setting up tries both sides. Canberra, obviously, a bit of bit shot at the moment, but yeah, he's a anyone who can put on 125 points and a half for footy, um, yeah, incredible, incredible areas. Right. Um, anything, Dan? Finally, on Cleary, there, or are you happy with that? No, no, that's it. I think the main thing I think is just get him in if you can. And uh, yeah, he's gonna he's probably gonna cost you if he's not on your team this week. David Fafida, Dan, um, I think I thought this was pretty straightforward. If you've got him, hold. Pretty unfortunate set of circumstances going to the centers last week. If you don't have him, definitely wait now. Yeah, look, I think we can spend a lot of time talking about Justin Holbrook's moves on the weekend, but it's just absolutely ridiculous putting him into centre. 
Uh, and then, you know, I saw one time they had to sort of read uh, six again sets on in the inside the 20 meter attacking zone and didn't pass it to the right-hand side once. So, you know, AJ Brimson was just hogging all those calls going left. He's been dropped going back to fullback now, which is probably the right call. But, you know, I think we'll watch again this week and see what happens. Fafita's going to get the hundreds. So I think he's just a hold. Yeah, unless you need really need to free up that cash for Cleary. Um, I'd be I'd be holding for feeder for now if you've held him this long or have just bought him in. A couple of the Panthers outside backstand, Crichton, Targo, May, they're all just holds for now. Crichton, sorry, if you as a bit of a pod play, if you wanted to bring him in. Yeah, he, look, he's interesting because he, he did get the time. He's still under five hundred K at the moment. But he just to note that he got that uh got that time with scoring three tries. Uh, so I probably want a little bit more. Uh, points out of someone if they're getting getting a hat trick, um, similar to Xavier Coates, which we'll talk about soon. But I think he does miss Origin, uh, so he'll play that round thirteen. Obviously, got Cleary back; they're going to be gun side, so he could go on a little bit of a run and score score a number of tries, and he'll goal kick in that round thirteen game as well. The second game, actually, I'm not sure when they. I think these are a bit muddled these games as well. But the third game of the round, Souths versus Manly. Uh, it's at South's home ground out there at Homebush. Well, actually, it could be at the Central Coast. I'll have a quick check on that in a sec. But a few changes here. Isaac Tass, who will be a popular cheapy bottom basement price, comes in for Tane Milne. Poor old Tane, poor old Tubes. Uh, he's out suspended this week after being sin-binned on the weekend. For the for the Manly side, Kepi and Tapao importantly come back this week in the middle. They got a bit busted up by Cronulla last week. Um, Ola Kawatu is suspended. Importantly, uh, Bullymore, early season cheapy, comes back in there in the second row. Uh, Ola Kawatu will be back next week. Turbo is also on the horizon, but not this week. Uh, this game is up at Central Coast Stadium in Gosford as well. So a bit of a neutral neutral venue. Should be a very good game though. Dan, uh, Isaac Tass, he's on the bubble next week. You'd be happy to have a look at him unless you really needed to bring him in this week? Yeah, I'd, I'd wait to have a look at him, but he's a good downgrade option if you need that max cash for Cleary. So if you're getting even just a sort of mid-ranger to a gun out for Cleary, you can get him downgraded and then bump up Schneider or even Taff if you've got that much cash. Uh, but otherwise, you can wait on him. Uh, Cody Walker is the interesting one. It seems a bit risky, Dan, with Tass because Tane is obviously coming back. It's not without risk. I mean, he should, and and he they've shown that they'll play him off the bench too. So he could be a bit of a problem. But yeah, look for my for my team, I've got enough players that if he turns into enough at a low price, then that's fine. There is a bit of a risk he gets a bench spot, and that mm. becomes a bit of an AE nightmare. Uh, but he'd I'm probably to be, willing to. Take, he'd take have to that be risk. pretty. He'd have to be pretty bad not to get Tane's spot. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Cody Walker. I think Cody Walker is a really interesting one, particularly because there's a few guys that are kind of maxing out in Christ, particularly Dylan Brown. Uh, so if you can downgrade to Cody Walker and then use that cash to upgrade to Cleary, I think that's a good move. Uh, the other five eights, you're looking at uh, Tommy did and obviously dropping cash now. If you've still held him, get rid of him now, I think. Uh, the one I wouldn't drop from or downgraded five eights uh, for Cody is Cameron Munster. He's just just season long, season, long, season long hold, Cammy boy. Yeah, and does it does it easy as well? You know, just very unassuming. Never gets enough mention on podcasts. Uh, but he I looks hungry. He's, he's just, yeah, he looks he hungry. Looks good. 
looks really Fine good. Fine for a contract help, I think. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Uh, Blake Taft disappointed a lot of owners on the weekend, myself included, who bought him in for, for a miserly 21. He's actually going to be shifted straight out of my side this week. Um, uh, what about you? Are you going to hold him? Yeah, look, average. I'm just going to hold him. I'm not going to play him my 17. Hopefully he jags a couple of, I don't know what he could jag, maybe a couple of 60s or something like that and go up some money cash. But uh, I would be very much for dropping him uh, over even someone like Schneider if he can afford it to go up to Cleary. Yep. Lachlan Elias is a trade-out now. Obviously, if, if you can make that work, not much more needs to be said there. Uh even though he performed reasonably well with a 46, but that's about as that's about as high as he can go. Uh, for the Manly side, Ola Kawatu, as I mentioned, is out suspended. I'm actually trading him out this week. He's a perfectly fine hold. He played around 13, but it suits me to get rid of him this week if you're looking for a bit of cash. Uh, Garrick is looking good. He looks a bit injured. I'd be holding off on him at the moment just until he sorts that leg out and Turbo comes back. Uh, Cooler Dan, he looked good for his half of 20 on the weekend. Yeah, he's uh, he looks sharp. It's just whether his defence holds up. Uh, definitely going to be a tackle buster, massive evader, a bit like um, Tedesco, sort of brushing off people, just with that that speed and that agility. So he'll definitely uh, get some points if he gets the game time. Tui Pilotu on the wing there scored his first decent score of a 55, got a sort of a walkover try there, which was nice. Uh, be wary when Turbo comes back. Uh, one of those guys is probably going to be out of the team. Garrick looks decent. He works really hard. We saw him in person. He did look like he was struggling a bit with a with a severe cork or a leg injury. So I would be a bit wary about still bringing him in at that top dollar at the moment. And I'm similar to you in Olaquatu. I'm going to probably get rid of him because I think his price is probably at his price or a little bit over as he's got a lot of attacking stats in the last few weeks. Yep. Uh, so pretty happy to move him on now he's just suspended. Yeah, and I heard on another pod as well, shout out to, to Wilf the Catfish. Uh, he mentioned that Olaquatu is actually quite suited with Turbo being out as Cherry looks for him as an attacking weapon near the line when obviously Turbo gets the, the line share of the ball. So with Turbo, sure. on the, with Turbo on the horizon there as well, I think that that's a, a good point and, yeah, pretty pretty comfortable trade for me this week. The next game is the Warriors and the Raiders up there at uh, Moreton Bay Stadium in Redcliffe. For the Warriors, they've got a fair few changes. Josh Curran was pretty disappointing to see. He's gone with a medial ligament, I think six weeks at least. It looked like it looked it looked actually worse than that, but um, yeah, that's what they're reporting at the moment. DWZ got that shocking concussion. Very sad to see. Apparently doing quite well. Uh, Cozzy, oh my god, he's dropped. Poor guy, feel feel a bit bad for him. <laughs> he can have a few nightmares for a while. Hope he's hope he's doing okay as well. Uh, those guys are replaced by Barry and uh, popular early season cheapy Vilea on the wing. So very very pleased to see him back in. Looking for a bit of moo action from the cash cow Vilea. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, Elliot Whitehead returns after his uh, training mishap last week, where he busted half his face off. Dan, good to see Vilea back. What's your kind of worries, Reed? Yeah, so I dropped Vale out last week for Stags. So that seems to be my super coach season at the moment. Everyone sort of comes good at the week after I drop them. Uh, look, I, I have pretty much zero interest in this game. Uh, I've been looking at do I hold Aiken? He's probably an easy hold at the moment. Got a high highish break even, but you know he's still performing in that centre wing and he's got that dual status. So I'm happy to just leave him there at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 
A sneaky little pod I saw because I'm floating around with some sort of mid ranges if I get the go for the Cleary option. Uh, now that Curran's out for six weeks, uh, Jazz to Vega has been named a lock. You look at his points per minute and they're always really good. It's just he always gets shuffled around the reserves into starting. Say he jags 65 minutes at lock. I think he's kind of closer to the top tier second row forwards that you can get. Uh, so I would, uh, I think he's got a lowish break even after a couple of decent scores last two weeks. He gets that uh, 65 minute a lock, does a lot of work. He could be that little uh, mid ranger sort of downgrade you're looking for if you're looking to sort of get a gun, drop, drop down on the gun to pick up Cleary. Yeah, 447K, no spoil. Hasn't got a ceiling, not really for me, but I, I do take your point that he's probably underpriced with the role he's going to be playing over the next six weeks. Yeah, you can tell I'm going a little bit wide now. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, zero. And zero. Wide, <laughs> wide and boring. <laughs> uh, and uh, so the other one in that game, only of interest is Schneider. So I think that's when you're looking at, do you upgrade him to Cleary? Yes, for sure, if that's your only option. If you can go your other halfback, if it's not Nico Hines to Cleary, uh, do that first, I think, holding them. And then uh, you're probably changing him anyway in round 14 to, to Nico Hines if you can. So see see what you can do. The next game is the Bulldogs, who are awful, versus uh, who are they playing? The Roosters. Bloody Roosters. Uh, Naden and Avarillo are back from COVID for the Dogs with Ockenbore and um, the lively uh, Karaz um, coming into the side. He looked all right for his on debut the other day. Um, Roosters have Tupu suspended with Kevin Nagama coming onto the wing. What else have they got there? Sorry. Yeah, and that's it. So, Dan, um, your man TPJ had quite a bit of a stormer against the Bronx, finally got over for a meat pie. Yeah, he's pretty funny to watch, TPJ. He just sometimes does a lot of off-the-cuff stuff. We know he's got those offloads in his bag, and he showed a few of those on the, on the weekend. He did some uh, a little bit of flair, which is always nice. He, he ran down the blind on the fifth one time and put a little grubber in uh, and it's, it's sort of a coach kill when you see your second row forward doing that. Uh, but they're not going to drop him. He's going to get the minutes. Uh, I wouldn't probably pick him up. I mean, he can be an alternative to your Haas and your IPAP uh, if you need a cheaper option, but he's still still one below them, I think. I saw him do that flick pass when he was he made that break and he just decided to flick pass to draw the fullback. <laughs> No one around him, no need for a fleet pass. It's just a standard sort of left to right, you know, pass, but obviously he went for the right-hand fleet pass. So, yeah, lots of flair, sometimes not required. Uh, for the Roosters, Teddy uh, busted a 76 in pretty much all in base and base plus power. Most people, I think, sold him to Cleary. He was the most popular route, but um, I held him. If you own Teddy, would you be holding him? He looks a bit cheap to me to sell right now. Yeah, nearly 600k is just a is definite hold for me and hope he comes good. I feel uh, going hard on the Roosters early has kind of finished my Supercoast season. It just seems like every week there's a reason to keep the Roosters players and, you know, this week they're playing the Bulldogs. So I've still got Sammy Walker, I've got Teddy. Uh, 
I've got to hold those two guys uh, for this game. I'm probably going to hold Teddy longer term until he, he gets back up to sort of 750, 800 if that ever happens. Uh, but I'll probably look to move on Sam Walker next week uh, for Cody Walker if I can. Right. Moving right along, Eels versus Cowboys uh, out there at Combank Stadium. Uh, no changes for either side here, uh, but some interesting super coach goings on. Uh, everyone was cursing Dylan, uh, Brad Arthur for putting Dylan Brown in the centers. Still went really well, but looks like a sell, Dan. He still looks really sharp. You know, he's a great, he's a great rugby league player. Uh, he's a sell for me because there's so many other gun upgrades this week. But if he does lose a little bit of cash, the interesting one will be, does he pick up that center wing jewel? So he will be an absolute weapon if he gets that jewel status. Yeah, right. I hadn't thought about that, but you're you're 100% right. And that's actually not too far around the corner. For around 12, he'd be a nice pickup for uh, round 17 if you don't own him. Might be a, yeah, depending on how Cody goes, I have to say. Uh, Mitch Moses, a few people did well bridging Moses to Cleary. Um, he's probably he's probably getting, this is a nice game, but he's probably getting close to a sell unless you want to keep him as a pod. Uh, IPAP, we won't touch on much for you there, Dan. He just keeps getting it done. 123. What an absolute beast. Love him. Yeah. Even at these price at the moment, he's still probably a buyer this week. Yeah, right. Um, for the cows, Lukey did well off the bench. I think that put most people off him. He got 70 with a try. So well done to those. He's got another huge break even, negative break even this week, minus 26. Um, I'd be waiting. I'd expect the same team change. Uh, I don't think you can bring him in. He's not going to get that try every week. Um, I'd be avoiding him um, personally. An interesting one who's kind of come up and, and he'll be a bit of a pod is Scotty Drinkwater. So he looked quite good, Dan, at fullback. So he's coming off 102 and a 94 in two of his last three games. He's 537K break even of 31. Is he someone that you'd consider at 5'8"? Uh, look, again, I, I I, I don't think so. No, not for me. I, I looked at him early after that first game. He, he looks good. Titans were absolutely woeful that game. He's not going to get an easier try. Then running around, you know, he's obviously much faster than David Fafida. He basically just skipped around him quite easily. So, yeah, he's not for me, but he is, he is exciting to watch for sure. they got a pretty hard run coming up too. They play para. And then uh, Knights, Tigers, Storm, Panthers. So yeah, I don't yeah. think you'll be getting big scores in those in those tougher games. Um, no, and I think Tamalolo is the only sort of relevant one there in that forward pack. The other guys, I'd probably be not going near. Uh, Cotter, Luthi, that sort of thing. Uh, Lolo is still very good for a dual front row forward, second row forward option. Yeah, and what about Ruben Cotter, Dan? He's someone you'd probably be looking to move on. Yeah, I'd be disappointed if I brought him in for sure. Um, I think it was it's purely because I know Peyton sort of mucks around with those forward rotations that turn me off in the first place. Um, yep. But I, if you know if you need to downgrade him to get, as I said always, Cleary, uh, you can do it easy. Yeah, he just doesn't he just doesn't have those attacking stats in him. I think he had that one line break that week, and then but otherwise he's just going to bang out fifties, and he's reached his price now. So move him on. All right, Night Storm. Up there at McDonald Jones, Gagai is out with a broken cheekbone, I believe, for a month. Uh, that gives cheaper option Sasagi, I believe it's called. He is called. At 242K, he comes in. Uh, and the Storm are unchanged, um, unsurprisingly, from that big win over the, um, the Warriors. 
few little interesting happenings here, Dan. Chris Randall, time to move him on, I would have thought, after that and you know, low score of 30 something on the weekend. Yeah, look, move Randall on. He's done. Uh he's uh he's maxed out at maybe sixty would be his max score he's gonna get unless there's something so really surprising that happens in his games. Sasagi is an interesting one. It's really unfortunate that they're playing Melbourne this week because he is quite low price. You know, if you if you're worried about it bringing in TAS uh, for job security and that sort of thing, he's got some interesting uh, stats to back up his play, Sasagi. Uh, if he gets 80 minutes, he could do a lot of work. He, uh, you know, those centers we've seen are doing a lot in base uh, these days. And if he jags a couple of tries, he could he could be an option over the next month. He's actually been going at better than a base point per minute in his two games so far. Obviously, that's in limited minutes, but yeah, he looks a really interesting option. Um, and he's you know his B is minus his B is twenty six this week, so I think you can kind of have a look at him versus Storm this week, and he could be an option certainly next week against the Cowboys. Uh, and they actually got Storm um, Knights have got a much better run: Cowboys, Bulldogs, Broncos, Warriors after that. So that yeah, that'll, so that'll be why that that's why get that'll be why gag eyes out. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's definitely an option uh, and definitely like a take a flyer option on him. Uh, he's got the jewel of the centre wing 5-8 as well. Uh, so say one of your gun 5-8s goes down injured or something like that, there's, there's a little bit of play there to move around your guns, which I always like. For the Storm, um, all hail King Paps. Thank you very much, Pappy. 150, whatever, eight, just too good. Any anyone from the Storm, Dan, you want to talk about? Obviously, X Coats got it done again. Four tries, incredible. Yeah, look, it's um, that game was very good to watch from a from a Pat's captain perspective. Till he went uh, off, he, he is just unbelievable. Uh, moment of the match, I thought was Nelson, Big Nelson's kick, putting oh, up the on there, uh, put it on an absolute dime. Like no one expected it, no one was even there except Pat's. Perhaps chasing through, so it was, it was great to see that. I actually, uh, actually audibly heaved when he kicked it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like he could have passed a pass. Yeah, I'm like, know. what are you doing? And then I just saw this. I don't know yeah. where Reese Walsh was, but there was just no one there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That was, you know, the moment, the most surprising moment. It was on the TPG's run, TPJ's run line and and kick it straight to the fullback or or that bomb. So, well, what when, make, when, make a pick, but. When Nelson did that, he actually kicked the ball with more tenderness than he kicked DWZ's head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Imagine the imagine the Guffy's cupping off uh, belly bellyache this uh, this week. It'd be it'd be pretty funny. Oh, he'd be pretty Bell, funny. Bellamy be, Bell be furious, surely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, touching on X codes, I dropped him out of the team. Uh, <laughs> Couple couple of weeks ago, one of those other ones that goes there. That it's, it's kind of what I expected. If you listen back to what I said last week, he's in for those two two try three try uh, games. Or try. He's going to get points if he's four tries. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I think, he is a little, little bit of a buy for some people, but not for me. I think I called him the hardest of sells last week on the pod. So apologies to those who traded out on that advice. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, what, Storm Wing, they're going to go What about Josh King? He looks a nice um, trade out option this week. It's a bit tricky though because there's not a lot of cheap. There's not a lot of cheap options at front row forward, so you're probably looking to go up to IPAP maybe from him. 
yeah, you probably probably go up or if you've if you've somehow got him in your second row forward, now that he's got dual uh pretty easy trade out with some some dual switching through there. So moving on. Yeah, well done to those who have held Jing through. He's done it. He's been a very you know, he's actually sorted sorted out some of the ranks, I reckon, this year. The final game is Dragons versus Tigers out down there at Wynn Stadium. Um, for the Dragons, Jack Bird named it five eight. I thought he had a broken arm, but uh Griffin's named him anyway. Josh McGuire comes in at second row for Jaden Sewer, who's out with an ankle injury. For the Tigers, Toa um, gets fullback after Dane Laurie's out for a month. And Tuilagi um, comes into back into the second row forward for owners, which is nice. Uh, not a lot to talk about at this all in this game. Dragons know nothing really to talk about. Lomax remains an option, still looking good, but can't hit that big score. Stafford Toa is one that I just noticed. He's 340K playing fullback. Just could be a op- little downgrade option at center wing if you're looking to free up some cash. And the other one, Dan, is David Nofaluma, back to somewhat of his best. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's, it's his best Nofo in terms of his, his base output still not there. Obviously, it helps when you go double-double the last two weeks. Uh, Going to get big price rises, a low break-even. I've kind of reflected on this year and how I've gone, and I kind of kind of picked I think I picked too many guns of old so it's really making me wary to bring in Nofaluma this week uh, we know you know a couple of years back he's an absolute weapon didn't really show it last by last year uh, I would be wary but I would be buying him this week uh, with in mind to maybe drop him in the next two or three just get the cash grab hopefully he jags a couple more doubles just one, um, one uh, now that we've finished these team lists, just one that I wanted to touch on that um, I didn't mention before, Joseph Sawali. I bought him in last week, um, but he looks he looked good, Dan, I thought, on the weekend against the Dragons, um, and I think you probably want to get him in this get, get him in your side if you can. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, Tipu possibly suspended. People he is, might be yeah. looking. He's got a week. Yeah, look, yeah looking to downgrade him. Because uh, he's obviously going to have a small break, even with a small score on the weekend. Uh, I think Sawai is a pretty easy buy-in, uh, particularly with what we talked about—just getting downgrades to free up the cash to get some of the guns. So yep. uh, I think he's just going to get better and better. Yeah, and he had a nice try assist as well, and he was really—he busted out a few offloads, so that was really encouraging to see. They got Bulldogs and Titans, so nice couple of games to bring him in for, and uh, he's definitely playable in those two games. Yeah, just a little point on him as well, particularly this week with Daniel Tupu out. Daniel Tupu does a lot of the hit-up work early on for the Roosters. Uh, I've seen a couple of clips of Suwali in reserve grade as well, where he's just out making, you know, 200 plus metres from those hit-ups alone. So I think they'll rely a bit more on him to do a bit more base work. So if he he bumps that up to, say, 30, 35 points in base work and then gets a couple of tries, you're, you're absolutely fine. All right, Dan, let's get on to trades for this week. So as I mentioned, I will be looking to trade out Blake Taft to Nathan Cleary, and I'll be looking to fund that with Ola Kawatu and Daniel Tupu, both out. Both They're both suspended this week, and I think they're both kind of, you know, Dan Tupu's done a pretty good job for me, but happy to kind of move him on to get Cleary in. And I'll be bringing in, as well as Cleary, I'll be bringing in Kula and Isaac Tass. Um, from the bunnies so pretty happy with those at the moment as i said uh, 
using an extra boost, which um, I'm not that happy about, but that really sets up my team well now, especially in all the key positions. I've got two guns everywhere. And yeah, very happy to be welcoming Nathan Cleary into the team. Dan, what about you? Yeah, as I said, I'm tossing up using my last uh, trade boost and bringing in Cleary. Uh, and then the other the other guys that I'm looking at for that trade is Tass and um, maybe, a, maybe a mid-ranger somewhere. Uh, the guys I'm looking to get out are Olaquatu and Schneider uh, and then haven't decided on my third trade, but it's most likely one of those, um, one of the centre wings that I've got in Stags or Aiken or something like that. My true trade option is just go uh, take a punt and hope Cleary gets injured, go for Nico Hines and a cheapie like a Tass or a Sasagi uh, and taking out Olaquatu and Schneider. Yeah, yep, very good. All right, quick game of who would you rather to round us out for this evening. Um, I've actually just mm-hmm. thought of one there, Dan. Uh, Sasagi versus Suwali. Cool. And Cooler. We'll throw Cooler in there as well. Cool. That's that's tough. I, I would probably say Suwali out of those guys. Yep, yep. I, th- I agree. I mean, I am happy. I don't know I'm excited to watch Cooler and, and I'm excited to see if Sasagi can keep that output. So I think they're all good, cheap options. Um, yeah. prob- probably yeah. Suwali is the most pressing to get in your side though. Yeah, I don't know why we keep backing in the roosters, but uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> maybe one day, one day we'll go against them. All right, this is a this is a doozy. Cleary versus Hines. Yeah, like if if you take if you take everything out of it, I think if you just look at it for the next four rounds, I think it's pretty 50-50. I think what we've talked about in the podcast today, though, uh, I'd probably go Cleary. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's definitely Cleary. Talakai versus Fafita. Just. Just get on the Talakai train, I think. I I am so furious with Justin Holbrook and the Titans. As I said, I could probably do a, a, another podcast on on how terribly they're being coached or how they're playing. But yeah, Talakai. I'll go Fafita there. Um, I think Fafita will still outscore Talakai um, on average for the rest of the season, but very happy to own Talakai and I'll be looking for Fafita post-origin. Uh, final one of these, Danny Boy. Uh, Tago versus Tail and May. Yeah, so this is really interesting. I think some people will be looking to either move one of them on if they're looking to bring in Cleary. Uh, I'm probably just going to hold both of them, but May could get dropped. I don't think he will, but he potentially gets dropped when Big Bad Brian To'o comes back. Uh, I think it's next week. Yeah. So take a pretty guaranteed his spots. He's had a couple of low league rounds, but I still think he's a pretty easy play in the 17. So I will go. I'll go May. I just think he's a beast. Brian Toto 2.0. Surely, surely Charlie Staines gets dropped and not Talon May. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think yeah. Charlie should have been dropped last year. So yeah. Uh, I'll be so holding. There's obviously loyalty there. Just on Tago, I just saw he uh he had a bit of Instagram action sprouting a bit of a bit of COVID uncertainty. So Ooh. yeah. You know, a bit going on there. These these NRL boys, they got a bit too much time on their hands. But yeah, I'll go Talon. That only reinforces my Talon May pick there. <laughs> you mean he's doing his research? Or yeah, he's been happy? doing his he's been doing his research. Apparently, um, <laughs> apparently since vaccinations, COVID rates have gone up. If you weren't aware, but uh, and that's and that's directly down to being vaccinated, according to Isaac. But that's all right. We like your footy. We like your footy, Isaac. Well done, uh, Isaac. All right, Dan, uh, short and sharp pod. We actually followed through with that this week, so well done. And uh, hopefully you can have a big week as Supercoach. Hopefully your trades and, and uh, 
you know, thoughts and prayers with uh, with your with another week without IPAP for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> He's not coming into my side. Uh, he won't be getting those sneaky easy doubles all every week, but uh, yeah, still tough to watch. Thanks, man. Yeah, beauty. Thanks, guys. <laughs>